Hey everyone, thanks for joining. I'm Greg, owner and head writer of the Whiskey Culture blog, and we have Orion, our co-writer and operations manager, here for another episode of the Whiskey Culture podcast, your window into the wide world of whiskey. Today, we have Jeff, owner of 21st Amendment Distillery with us. Uh, Jeff and I met on LinkedIn, right, Jeff? <laughs> we got connected, um, yeah, and then we went and we had a, a nice meal in Ebor, and he was talking about the plans he has for 21st Amendment Distillery. I know a lot of the people that we have on here, they've, they're up, they've been going for a few years, but you know, being a, war, a window into the world of whiskey, we wanted to give you guys insight into what it's like starting from the ground up and building uh, a new distillery, um, which Jeff, it's, it sounds like, A, you've got, you've got a, you know, a great path forward. You're passionate about what you're doing and what you're building. And, and B, it seems like you're putting a lot of the groundwork in uh, to build this thing the right way, the effective way, and, and get a support base in your area before the distillery doors open. Why don't you tell us a little bit about what it's been like to open up that distillery and, and start doing all of that marketing before, you know, doors are even open? Yeah, so so um, part of my plan was to, um, to to sort of do that, get, get marketing going, uh, get the word out. Um, this has actually been um, been beneficial, especially with um, with banks or investors. Um, I think it adds uh, a bit of um, seriousness to to what I'm doing, so that's that's really helped out um, validity, if you will. Um, in the beginning, you know, without that, and with without some some uh, work to be done about on that foundation. Um, it's it's really just an idea still, right? Um, it's, yeah. So so what I've tried to do is bring that bring that concept, that idea to to action, and and show you know bankers, investors, the community that that I'm already um, investing. And what I've done so far is is uh, really all self funded. Now it's you know if you're just getting started out, it is <clears throat> important. Excuse me to uh, to have some. Uh, income ready to go, and 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 that's been that's been beneficial because I still do have a job, um, you know, where I can I can uh, I'm able to spend a lot of time on the distillery. Fortunately, so that's been critical. Well, that's awesome. So I, I see that you guys are doing a lot of uh, a lot of marketing, sponsoring local events. Uh, you've got you know you've got your branding up and going. Um, and you're kind of saturating the market down there with, with, you know, your brand and your distillery before, uh, you know, before you even have doors open to the public, how, how has the reception been? It's good. I'll be honest. Great. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping this, this works. Uh, you know, I, I've always been a believer in, in, in branded products. Um, uh, 21st and then we're going to spend a lot of money on the brand. I mean, there, there's no doubt we're going to market, um, this product very well. Uh, we're going to spend a lot of money on on branding, so that's important to me, and it always will be. Um, the community actually is is um, embracing it. But we so we don't really have anything like this in our what we call our uh, the Treasure Coast area. So it's it's kind of like a three county area. So I'm 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 uh, definitely fortunate not to have people on my back. But then again, that can also um, it can help to have a little bit of competition nearby. Somebody that's that's already uh, um, done this and, and that the community knows. So um, that could be a benefit or not. I'm, I'm not sure yet, but uh, community's really receiving it. Um, the city, the, the, you know, the newspapers here and everything, the press, the media, um, everybody's really excited for it. 
Awesome. I mean, what, one of the things I, I want to ask is just to me, it's infinitely interesting people's stories on how they got into the industry. What, what, what made you want to put together a, a distillery? I mean, it's not, it's not an easy thing to get into. There's a lot of barriers and, and it's, it's tough work. What made you want to take that on and, and open up a distillery? Yeah, my wife's ready to kill me. Um, <laughs> I, I'll tell you, I think, uh, so, so make a long story short, I, I sort of, it all started with bourbon really for me. Um, I, I really fell in love with bourbon whiskey and, and, um, when I was in the military, um, make a long story short, we were, you know, after, after being on duty for the day, um, there was a big tent set up. We were in 29 Palms, um, at this time. And, you know, the beer line had about, you know, a thousand Marines in it. And all you do is keep cycling through the line. So you get your two beers, cycle to the back. And, uh, I looked over and saw a smaller line, probably six Marines deep. Uh, went over there, curious, um, and they were selling. It's actually, I, I think you would they give it away at the time after after uh, doing your duty and stuff for the day. But it was uh, they were selling um, Jim Beam and Jack Daniels. So um, just started drinking Jim Beam. I could relax, you know, after being on your feet all day, you know, climbing around in the sand and everything. So um, you know, sit down, relax, and then go get another Jim Beam. So. I, I started drinking Jim Beam uh, back then and just really started to enjoy it. When I got out of the military, um, you know, made a little money and was fortunate to uh, to go on the um, uh, bourbon trail and really learn about the history of it, read every book I could, uh, attended Moonshine University, just things like that that that, that taught me about the, uh, the, obviously, America's beverage and, um, and distilling. So... It, it just skyrocketed from there. Met a lot of nice people. The industry to me is is one of the best there is. Everybody's absolutely so friendly, yeah. like so accepting, so helpful. Yeah. So I've been embraced by the industry as well, and that's that that's pretty awesome feeling. Yeah, and I got I got to say, you know, you say you went to the Bourbon Trail. It, you know, Orion and I have uh, been to the Bourbon Trail uh, numerous times just to go get uh, footage and and all of that, and and one of the things I have to say is it completely changed our view on, on whiskey and the whiskey industry. We really didn't know what to expect when we went up the first time. And uh, Orion, I don't, I don't know about you, but that, that moment when we were there walking through the distilleries, you know, smelling the cooking mash and, you know, running your hand along the grain of a barrel it's in, and you're sitting in the warehouses and you just, it, it, you're just surrounded by all of that history it mm-hmm. completely, I mean, that's what sparked the, the desire to do, to do whiskey culture and, you know, go around and pick up those stories and dive into that history full time for us. I mean, that, that bourbon trail was what kind of lit that fire for us. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's like a, a lot of things when you're interested in something and then you go see how it's made and how it's done, you just are infinitely more prone to go into that lifestyle, into that culture and really dive in and, being as bourbon such a great community that makes it that much easier. Totally agree. And guys, um, what what I want to really get into too is is sort of bringing not not just Louisville. Louisville's a, Kentucky's a special place. We all know that, but not just Louisville, but bringing um, that education to like your hometown. So we, the three of us, and maybe maybe all the listeners and viewers. Um, 
probably take some of this uh, for granted, but most people haven't been to a distillery. Most people don't know how the hell whiskey's made. Um, so for me, the passion also lies in, you know, bringing it here to, to Vero Beach, to, to my community, and, and, and passing that, that along and how, you know, in particular bourbon, what, what it's done for this country and, and, and uh, just the process and, and all of that, how special it is. So you really want to be kind of a, a slice of the bourbon trail or a slice of, of that down, you know, down here. Yeah, a little, a little bit, you know, just bring it, bring it, bring it home a little bit, you know, bring, uh, bring that, um, just, just educate people. And, and um, I think there's, uh, you know, breweries 30 years ago, there wasn't a brewery on, on, in, in, in every town. Now there's three in, in, in most, in most towns in America, you know, they've done a good job. Um, so, um, distilleries are still, you know, maybe, maybe where breweries were 30 years ago. So it's, it's going to be fun to, uh, to educate people and, and just show them how great this industry is and, and, uh, you know, show them, um, these great craft products. And that's one of the things that you and I talked about too, was, um, just how, the whiskey craze is, is huge right now, but it's nowhere near. I mean, if you look at craft bourbon, if you look at vodka, you know, back in the day, it's one of those things where we're really at the peak. People are asking how much longer can the, the whiskey craze go on. And I mean, I, I think we're, we're not even at the crescendo of it yet. Not even close. I, I you know, and I love you when I remember talking, you know, we both having a, I was having a Cuban sandwich anyway. I forget what you were eating. I, I, I always have a Cuban when I go to Ebor, but, um, I, I think it, the tendency is right when you're in, when you're submerged in your own industry. The tendency is to wonder when it's going to peak and wonder, you know, when are we going to hit that um, that pinnacle? And from being an outsider and just sort of joining this industry and stu and studying everything, we're, we're not even close. We're not even we're not even close to touching that ceiling, um, and it's going to be way beyond our lifetime. So I think. Yeah, maybe, maybe bourbon. It might go from it might go from an aged bourbon whiskey to people embracing younger whiskey more. I mean, that might be. But the 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 craft distillery um, phase or whatever you want to call it, the life of craft distillery is just getting started. We, we got we got decades of this. Yeah, even just like some of the smaller experimental ones, those are just happening within the past yeah. like five six yeah. years. Yeah. So that's just the basis for that whole takeoff right there. Exactly. So what, um, you know, let's, let's say, so what is your timetable to, I know the timetable can move a lot because, <laughs> yeah. you know, not, all that kind of stuff is beyond our control. There could be a, a permit or a zoning or something, you know, but, but what, what are you guys shooting for? Yeah. So, um, a lot of people ask me this and it's not annoying by any means, but it's, it's, um, the big question mark, Mark is construction, right? And, and, um, construction is extremely difficult right now. So, yeah. so really I launched, officially launched the company, um, during COVID early, early COVID days last year. Brave um, man. So there's a, there's a benefit. I hate to say there was a bright side of COVID for me, but that was it. I was able to really submerge myself in this really work on that company foundation um just just you know label you know look at look at all the stuff that you need to look at and ha that way there's no surprises later on but construction i started my design phase so um we have a um 
an architect that's done several distilleries. Um, they're, they're located in Texas. Um, we are doing, you know, the design phase right now, building design, looking at the walls, the ceiling structures and all that. Um, that should take about three months. Um, construction, guys, a roll-up door I just quoted was 14 to 16 weeks. Uh, roll-up, we're going to do a roll-up oh, door. Man. Yeah, so <clears throat> the, what scares me about that is um, a lot of these construction lead times right now, um, you know, it's like sometimes you can't do you can't do B without doing A, and you can't do C without doing A and B. So a lot of this construction stuff is dependent on, you know, these other things that need to come before it. So um, the, 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 the short answer is I'm hoping, I'm hoping by um, fourth quarter next year um, we, could, we could be open at least partially. You know, we'll, we'll see how the, how the uh, TTB, you know, rules on that. But uh, I'm also looking at while construction's going on, um, putting something in a bottle and, and setting up maybe a temporary tasting room um, while, while construction's going on. So in, in let's just say, you know, five years from now, I know that's kind of a, a bit of a stretch, but like in your ideal world, what, what's that kind of five year? Like, what are you looking at? Where are you at? Where's the distillery at? It, we don't like not, it doesn't have to be a specific number of bottles going out or whatever. I know those are all, that's all semantical, but like what, what, what do you want to be in your community in five years is I guess a better way to ask that. Good question. So, so my, my goal right now is um, I want to, um, I want to really uh, pound zero and 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 submerge myself in the local local community. From there, I want to go out to the county. You know, my county's Indian River County. I want to take the Treasure Coast. Um, I want to go a little bit south, probably probably uh, you know down to West Palm ish down, down that way. But uh, even more so, I'd like to work my way north. Uh, I'm from Boston originally, so um, I really want to capture, go up the coast and capture New England. Um, where Orion is up there. I want to hit, you know, New Hampshire, um, went to school in Vermont. So that, that whole, that whole New England area, um, I, I'm already making contacts with distribution and stuff up there. Um, by the way, we're sponsoring, um, we're sponsoring the, every year, the, um, uh, Medal of Honor, um, uh, Medal of Honor convention is held in different cities. Last year, as a matter of fact, it was in Tampa. Uh, this year it's in Boston, Mass. So I'm sponsoring a table at the um, the dinner that's that the Medal of Honor dinner, where there'll be a recipient at our table. They get to bring a guest. Uh, they're going to induct at least one new uh, Medal of Honor recipient at the dinner. So it's going to be a special night, and, and 21st Amendment's sponsoring that. So my big thing is um, we're, we're eventually in year five. Uh, we're probably going to have to get a more of a production type facility. Uh, and that would probably happen. I'd like to remain in zero and have that probably closer to 95 uh, west of town. But the goal is to um, really put a production type facility in the downtown zero area. Um, that location would be a, a smaller production area, but more of like a, a tasting room slash um, tavern, you know, slash bar. Well, that's awesome. I, I like that your even your five year plans and everything that you've been talking about have been centered on community and, and giving back and you know sponsoring um, you know even sponsoring veteran events, which you know that's that's a very big thing for me. A lot of my family members were were service members, and you know those 
the, the service members for our country, they give up a lot to keep us safe. And so to, to hear you want to sponsor that is really cool. Um, and just hearing you talk about wanting to, to continue to make an impact and grow in your local zone, you know, you keep talking about how you want to become integral to, to Vero. And uh, it's just really cool to hear that you're so community minded and, and giving back focused. Um, it, it's just, you know, it's nice to hear that you're the way that you're approaching this and the way that you're looking at this has the community in mind from from day one all the way through year five. You've That's been a consistent theme every time you and I have talked is how are we impacting the community? How are we being there for the community and how are we bettering our community? So I just think that's really yeah. cool. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. You know, when you think about it, um, I, I've, I've been in like work for corporate, large corporations for since I got out of the Marine Corps. So I personally have, I've always been involved, you know, you run, you run the local 5k and you, you know, you, you support your community that way and stuff. But being, being, you know, being with a large corporation and traveling a lot, I've never really got to do that. So in my, and honestly, in my eyes, the, the distillery is, is, is a fun venture and it's awesome. But for me, you, you hit the nail on the head. It's more of a vehicle. It, it really is. For me, it's more of a vehicle to get some of these other things done. Um, and, and, you know, you know, serve on a board that, that, um, you know, that, that is, uh, you know, doing, doing like a veterans event or, or something like that, or, you know, they're building a park for disabled kids. I mean, that, that's the stuff that really is, is so much more important than, than, than what we're doing on a, on a, on a smaller level. So this is the distillery in 21st amendment is, is just a vehicle to, to, to get all these things done and just really improve the, the community in general. Awesome. Well, we are going to check back in with you here monthly just to see where you're at so that you can be a resource to our listeners to see really what it takes. I know a lot of people that I talk to uh, in the whiskey community, they're like, well, really, how hard is it to start a distillery? What do you have to do? You know what? And, and the answer is very hard, but you know, a lot of people, they, they don't quite understand everything that goes into it. So we'd love to check back with you in a month or so and, and kind of yeah, keep up with to. you and, and see how, what, you know, what, what the pain points are, what, what's going well, yeah. and uh, just see the progress that's coming along with the distillery, which I think is really cool. We haven't had the opportunity to really follow somebody along from, from uh, most of the people we talk to already have established distilleries, even if it's just, you know, two or three years. So to, to be with somebody from the ground up is really, really cool. Well, thank you. And thank you guys for inviting me on the show. And I'd, I'd be honored to chat with you guys whenever, whenever you'd like and, and, and share some of these things I'm going through and, and uh, working harder than I ever have, but, but really loving it. Awesome. I appreciate you coming on. Thank yeah, you. Definitely. Thank yeah. you. So guys, uh, you. keep, keep an eye out for 21st amendment distillery and Vero. They're going to be, um, I mean, they're up and coming. They're doing a lot of stuff out there now, but, but keep an eye on uh, uh, both whiskey culture and, you know, their, their socials and their stuff so that you can see the progress and it'll be a really cool way for you to follow, uh, you know, somebody from the ground up building a craft distillery. It's something that we don't get to see very often. Um, but I'd like to thank everyone again for joining us here at the whiskey culture podcast, where we talk about all things whiskey. Don't forget to subscribe to our newsletter. You can also sign up for free at whiskeyculture.com. And you can also sign up for our new Barrel Club for your shot at early access to our content and our barrel picks. Please follow us on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, and YouTube, and we'll see you all next time. Thank you, Jeff, again for being with us.